Welcome back to The Great Conversation. We are excited to be back. Yes. Way quicker than last time. It's only been about less than a week since we posted. Um, But today we're talking about are we pawns in the hands of the gods? Um, And before we dive into that, what are you having to drink today? I'm having a poppy. These are really good. I just started drinking them actually. This is raspberry rose. So it's like my son would say a bubbly drink. It's bubbly. But this is actually supposed to be really good for your gut instead of a soda, which I don't really drink soda, but yeah, that's what I'm having. And I may be drinking something that maybe isn't great for your gut, but it's really good. (laughs) I'm having some uh, Mickers, uh, if that's how you say it, straight rye, um, enjoying that today. So it's good to be here. Talking about are we in the are we pawns in the hands of the gods? So that's a big are theme you, you? we've been seeing throughout the first uh, few books. Where you're at book four, I'm working through book eight uh, right now, and we're just seeing like this kind of they're just playing with everybody is what it feels like. And what I was saying a little bit in the last episode was it feels like Homer or you know th- this story is trying to make sense of the chaos of life. Right. Why are wars happening? Why is everybody fighting? Why is everybody killing each other? You know, they're just trying to cope with the tragedy of life in a sense is, is what it really feels like. Right, right. I mean, obviously this story was not written or recorded in current day, 2021, like we're watching a Marvel movie. So it's not yeah. like we can just go about our lives and be like, okay, well, that's all fake. Maybe the people at this time, obviously they were much more religious in the sense of believing in gods and higher powers and multiple multiple gods. So for them, maybe this felt more real of like making sense of all of the tragedy that was happening in life. Obviously war was very common and people dying. It was just a- It was chaos. It was chaos. I mean, really. And, and really when we read, what we're reading is how much that higher power was enjoying being a part of that. Yeah, that's the way they're, they're writing and painting this picture, or they, Homer. Yeah. And so that's what kind of we want to present today is, are we really still kind of living a story like this? Do we personally as individuals, do you believe that there is this higher power whether it's gods or a god or just the universe. I even just was with a friend today and it was so just relevant. She said, oh, my life, I'm just like the universe hates me. Yeah. And I think we so often believe that when life just isn't going right, that the universe or whatever we believe in a god or multiple gods is just against us. And so our question is today and what we're going to discuss is, do we often take that side? Like a lot of the characters in this book, a lot of the mortals would say the gods are against me when Homer was really not indicating at any point that there was a god for or against that mortal. And then there were other times that the gods were for or against the mortals. And so I think the people in this story were just so used to these higher powers being for them or against them that when they weren't really messing with their lives, they still thought that they were. It was just something that was always happening. And so do we, when life is going our way or not our way, do we blame, just in a blame sense. that yeah. that power? Or are we taking responsibility of, okay, there is not, or even if there is this higher power, it's not wrecking my life. What is my responsibility? Yeah, yeah, we talk a lot about that um, just in our own lives. You know, when you get punched in the face by life, because life, punches us in the face. You know, it just, it just does. And are you going to take accountability and like pull your bootstraps up and like move forward? 
or are you gonna lay back and say, you know, kind of woe is me? And we saw that happening with multiple characters. There's multiple places in the Iliad where the mortals are referring to the gods helping them or not helping them. I'm specifically thinking about in book three when Alexandros and Menelaos are just hand-to-hand -hand combat and then there, there are no gods that are helping them, but Alex, uh, Menelaus. Menelaus, yeah. He cries out, Father Zeus, no god beside is more baleful than you are. Here I thought to punish Alexandros for his wickedness, and now my sword is broken in my hands, and the spear flew vainly. So he's blaming Zeus for what's happening, that Zeus is baleful when Zeus, there is no indication that Homer's saying Zeus is helping him or not helping him. Yeah. But then... Alexandros gets into trouble and Aphrodite comes in yeah. and sweeps him away and saves him from death. And so they're a goddess. And then they start looking for him. Where'd he go? Right. And so there's clearly a goddess helping. And so I can see how it would be so confusing for yeah. these mortals to make sense of life. Okay, are the gods... Like, are they intervening? Are they not? Why are they intervening? Like you see them sacrificing so much. To like, the gods. To yeah. the gods. And then it's like he's saying like, okay, you're amazing. You're great. I've sacrificed to you. Like why did my spear miss? But then, and then we also hear when a god aims the spear, you know, I've been reading a few lines of that. I think it's probably in like book five or six, mm -hmm. but all of a sudden like the spear's going and then the god like aims it and it nails the person. They always refer to the nipple, hits him right in the nipple. That's what they keep saying <laughs> later oh, in the book. It keeps hitting him in the nipple. And um, so it's just interesting. Like there's these guiding forces and then there's these, I'm not involved. And like we were saying, I think it's really them trying to make sense of life. Mm -hmm. um, but what I love about this line is you read that, but then after it, he says, uh, it says, he spoke and flashing forward, lay hold of the horsehair helmet and spun him about and dragged him away toward the strong grieved Achaeans. So it's interesting. He's like, hey, where are you? And then what does he do? He takes accountability. Right. So yeah. it's like, yeah, okay, sure. hey, you're not here. I'm still going to like try and do my best. I'm still going to go for it. Right. And so, like, I think there's, like, this, and he ends up winning. I mean, she, Menelaus, she, she yeah. takes him away. Yeah. But I think there's, like, this really clear uh, point of, like, yes, we're seeing the gods intervene in the Iliad. But even if they don't, the champions, so that would be, I guess, Menelaus at this point, he says, okay, now what? Mm -hmm. And he goes after it. Mm -hmm. You know, he gets after it. And he doesn't allow you know, the woe is me to take over and just lay back and in a sense get stabbed in the face by Alexandrios. Right, right. And that's really kind of what we're trying to help y'all and ourselves. ourselves mostly is whether we believe in God or not, whether we believe in a universal power or not, yeah. where do we take responsibility and how do we do that? How yeah. do we make our lives the life that we want how do we go after what we want and when obstacles come in the way, continue to push forward and be the champions in our own lives? Yeah, exactly. And I think it's just like having specific things that you can work towards each day. So if you're trying to if you're trying to overcome something, if you're trying to win at something, it's like, okay, what are those goals you can put in place? For him, the goal that he had was go on attack. You know, it was like either be defeated or go on attack. And so you know, for him, it's almost like it was kind of a haphazard goal. It was basically survival, mm -hmm. you know, but it just, I think in my life, like waking up early, doing a consistent routine where I can each day make strides forward for the goals I'm going after. Right. And it is an attitude thing first, I think. Yeah. Like, you know, it might be funny that we're sitting here talking about something that is was written so many years ago in yeah. a time period that really was so different than ours. And 
why are we trying to see the gods of that day and, and then also of today and where we're at? But I really think it is such an attitude and a mindset of, okay, the universe, even if it is against us, let's not have that mindset of, oh, whoa, the universe is against me and I'm never going to get what I want. Yeah. Because the whole manifestation idea of, well, that probably will happen if we have that mindset. Yeah, yeah of, yeah. oh, I'm not going to get what I want instead of, okay, how can I get what I want? I'm not there. That is what I want. What are the steps to take to get there? hundred percent, man. And like the whole manifestation can feel so hocus pocus. And if, yeah, if you like manifestation, like, Ooh, I'm going to do it and then just sit back and do nothing. I almost fell off my chair almost. And then sit back and do nothing. The manifestation is not going to come true. And that's why I love how he said, where are you? Okay, forget it. I'm taking action. Yeah. And I mean, even if we do kind of see our lives being overseen by these gods or these higher powers, just the way that Homer describes them. Oh my gosh. Is really it's pretty comedic. comical. Yeah. It I is mean, so comedic. I hope that our higher powers are not as um, uh, you wrote, conflict driven yeah, as these. Busybodies was the word you wrote They're, in your notes. They <laughs> do. They love to just get involved in cause, just like so much, just. I mean, it's just crazy. It's a ruckus. I mean, when you start reading this, if you haven't read it yet, it's it's pretty funny. And yeah. so I think just busybodies, they really aren't a lot stronger than the mortals. That was weird to me. Because there's some mortals that actually can overcome them and injure them. Yeah, like like Nestor had to be t- t- like pulled away at one yes, point. They and, are overcome yeah. by their emotions, their anger, their hate, yeah. their lust, their love or desire for the mortals just the fact that they come down and they have children with the mortals yeah yeah there's like demigods coming into play and it's almost like i I, and i love it it's so interesting but to really think about about them being like are of who we look to who we like it's like okay that's very unsecure that's that creates a lot of insecurity in me i'm like these guys are just as fallible and like out of control as I am, you know, as as fickle as I am, it seems very questionable. I don't want to put my trust in something so fickle. You know, that's that's what I was getting from this. I'm like, if these are the Greek gods, um, I'm out. So like, what are we worshiping that like, honestly, if we stepped back and it was in a book, we would be like, oh. What do you mean? Like, what is something in our lives because we all have it, where if someone wrote down our story and what we were thinking and what we were worshiping or serving or sacrificing to, Hmm. then that can just be time, like where our thoughts are at, where we're like constantly just serving that thought. And if if someone wrote it down and we stepped back and we read it, not knowing it was our life. Not knowing that thousands and thousands of people would read it for generations. Yes. What is that thing that you or I would say, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a great point. I can't believe that I am giving power to that. Yeah. That my responsibility is just up in the air, and that's where where I'm saying all of the blame or responsibility goes to. Because yeah. I think we all have that, and I think that that we think there's nothing in my life that's, that's that I'm keeping, worshiping that I'm worshiping that's yeah. keeping me from my biggest desire in life, going after my dreams and goals. But I think that we all have something that we are giving all of our time to, all of our energy to, and mm-hmm. it's just sucking the life out of us and yeah. keeping us from taking responsibility and getting what we really want out of life. So we're really loving the Iliad so far. Yeah. A lot of names, great. but there's a, really a lot going on. It's not just a list of names that's boring. There truly is a lot going on. And the mortals are intriguing. The immortals are even more intriguing. But what we really want to bring to y'all today is that whether there is a god 
multiple gods or a higher power, universal power, whether that's true or not, and whether Homer was trying to make sense of it or not, we really can't do much about it. And so what is our step today? What is our responsibility as individuals to get what we want today? What can you do when you go to bed and then wake up in the morning, each step that you can take to get what you want out of life so that we're not a people sitting around blaming the universe because we're not getting what we want? Take action, make the next step, enter the great conversation. It's all about the conversation. That's right. She says what I'm thinking in a very concise way. I do talk too much, I think. Yeah, but you, you consolidate it. I should it. just sit here and drink consolidate my Consolidate it way better than I could. Bubbly drink. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Thanks for being here with us. Cheers.